Welcome Walnut. I'm Lara, but you can call me Laz, your host for Walnut Wednesday. This is your reminder to be brave, be yourself, and know that you can make the world a better place just by what you decide today. Here, I'm going to share my weekly walnutings with you on a Wednesday. Hello, Walnut. Happy Walnut Wednesday. It is me, Laz, here for another episode, and I am here, and I am back with my beautiful favorite person in the whole wide world, Elliot Rose. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me again, my love. (laughs) Welcome back for the fourth, fifth, five hundredth I don't know. We're just just clocking up the tallies, like... I'm just pestering you with episodes. (laughs) Honestly, like these conversations are just really, really cool because Elliot Rose is, if you don't know and have not met her yet, um, is my really good friend, biz bestie of all time, my co-woo-woo witch love of my life, uh, client, my boss, so, so how do we even describe our little love story, Elliot Rose? I don't even really know. <laughs> I don't even really know. It's just a love story, which feels very appropriate for like romance author life. <laughs> it so is. Now, do you want to quickly just introduce yourself um, for the walnuts who are like, what is this Laz just gushing about? If you could just. Yeah. What is, what is this? You <laughs> so, hi. Hello. I'm Elliot Rose. I write steamy, spicy, swoony indie romance that is in the paranormal, supernatural, deliciously dark fantasy world realms. I have my Nocturnal Hearts series that at the time that we're recording this, we are kind of heading towards the the launch date of book four. We were just talking about it before we jumped on to record that when this comes out, we'll be kind of gearing up towards it, but that'll be coming out at the end of August and I work from home. I write from home in a tiny, 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 tiny little beachside community in the south of the South Island of Aotearoa, New Zealand. And I am a dog mum of three muttly <laughs> pound puppies who are my absolute CEOs and rule my life. And... I love writing. I love creating stories. I love sharing worlds and swoon-worthy mailman characters that you fall in love with and <laughs> get to have a delicious time while you read. <laughs> well, not if well, you what can we say? <laughs> yeah, if you have not read um, any of the Nocturnal Heart series, um, when you do, you will have a good backlog of book boyfriends to refer to, just let me <laughs> tell you. And book girlfriends. I mean, the yeah. female main characters are like, honestly, have changed my life about women in fiction because they're just <laughs> so cool. Like they're just like, they just have all the elements of like, so cool. I don't feel jealous. I don't feel annoyed. I used to have this thing where I used to get really cross and triggered by, um, females in like tv shows and things like mm-hmm. I, I don't know just a bit of like witch sisterhood wounding that I used to have and um yeah the Bellas <laughs> yeah it was just like oh you know you get the tick like oh you're so irritating you're so painful to watch you know and a lot of it was just my like own personal baggage but yeah anyway I digress because the characters in your books Elliot Rose are like 
oh, I just, it's not even I want to be you. It's just like I, w- I want to be your best friend because you. Mm-hmm. I feel like you already are mine. You know what I mean? Like you just write them so beautifully. <laughs> they're a lot of fun to write and they're all witchy, fae, vampires shifters like they're 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 women that kick ass on their own and mm, there's a lot of I guess there's a lot of my own personal little indulgences in there that I love writing female main characters who are you know they've lived a little they've had a life they've been through some shit you know like they're not just naive little heroines who get swept off their feet by the 3000 year old vampire like they are women who have been through some shit on the way and the 3000 year old vampire comes in and they're basically going hang on buddy like <laughs> you might be hot but <laughs> I'm going to give you some sass <laughs> I'm going to do me first okay <laughs> yeah yeah I'm going to I'm going to give as good as I get so they're a lot of fun to write cuz they basically um don't don't you know, they're not going to cower down to anyone either. And they're perfectly capable of pulling a knife out, (laughs) pulling some magic out, whatever they need to do. (laughs) I love it. Well, no, you've heard me swoon about the series so much. I just want to talk to you about it. So please, when you do, join my little recruits of walnuts who I've like swooned about the series too so we can just like all talk about them because I just I'm obsessed and like it has really um in working with you behind the scenes in particular Elliot Rose on on this with the series with with you it's it's opened up my like readership again for sure like um I used to work at um, a place that was soul charge and I was by myself all the time and it was only sort of busy in the lunch rush. It was right in Wellington city. And I used to read and read. I remember I'd like have really thick, huge books and I'd smash them in a day because I just had this time. I had all this, Mm. all this space to just sit and read and then quickly talk to a customer and then keep reading. And it was so beautiful. And, um, along the way with age and jobs more you know more full-time jobs and more like not sitting around jobs um you I I lost that little part of my self-care I suppose and um and it has from your books it has reawakened that little like oh I can't wait to go to bed at grandma time not like just normal grandma time but like at a real grandma time so I can just sit in there and read and um I love that I also well not secret get I get the inside scoop I have been alpha reading um the new book book four that's coming at the end of the month um and yeah it's just really reawakened the the treat that it is to read and mm. it's not because I know you and because I love you that I rave and about it so much it's like just genuine I just am having such a good time um yeah that's I, I don't know you. I don't have a question You're for so- you <laughs> <laughs> you're amazing and yeah it's so true right that like we often are I don't know, we're not actively encouraged to keep it up as like a thing that we do, right, as like readers, right? Because when we're young, we have it practically like rammed down our throats that we're supposed to read all the 
time and we're supposed to be, you know, widely read and we're supposed to be, you know, you think of like at school, it's like everyone's obsessed with like what's your reading level and like where are you at with like the books that you've progressed onto and what you're what you're reading and how complicated is it? And, you know, I was like only child, little bookworm, fantasy world, obsessed, you know, mm-hmm. had like mass, like I can remember like one whole section of my wardrobe in my bedroom had a bookcase in it so it was like it was meant to be for clothes but it was books right like so, <laughs> you know, like and that was me in my childhood but then again similar like as I got older life started to happen and it's like all of a sudden you realize that that thing you used to do all the time has fallen by the wayside mm. and it wasn't until I kind of got back into it myself that suddenly it was like the thing that I had always known I wanted to do was like back in front of my face in a very, very obvious way. Yeah. And like reminding me like, well, when are you going to do this thing? Like, you yeah. know, it's like, when are you going to do it? If not now, when? So here we are. Yeah. <laughs> We're winning. <laughs> Absolutely. And I'm so glad that you are. Um, I, I'm just wondering in a world full of, um, just social media being the place and the and the place where everyone puts their energy mm. and their time and and all the things. Yes. Yeah. How do how is it for like an indie author from uh you know we're both open heart centers like from a perspective of that comparison to other authors because I imagine and I actually know for a fact um you know your feed is full of inspirational um book buddies all of the all of the author world consumption Mm -hmm. um how do you like feel you know like you own a place at the table like that that seat is where you're meant to be you know what I mean yeah um as you will know that how I feel about that largely depends on where I'm at in my cycle um yes yeah (laughs) hormones Hormones and the moon definitely play a big part in whether I feel like I have a seat at the table or not. (laughs) But um, in saying that, uh, yes, it is, it is a lot of the mindset work to basically reassure yourself that, you know, as an indie author, like, which means that for those who don't know what that means is that that means that you are completely self-published, you are your own everything, you are your own marketing, like (laughs) book compilation budget, you are your own, you're responsible for finding your own like team to help you get the book ready. So whether that's editing, whether that's proofreading, whether that's cover design, you know, if you go through traditional publishing, they handle all of that for you and you largely don't get a say in it like it, it depends there's a there's some better um newer publishing houses that have come out that I think do a lot more work with authors to bring them in as part of the process but you know traditionally in the past that was how it used to happen they take care of all of that side of it you literally are just responsible for writing the book and editing the book um and you even get told like when and where and how you will be marketing your book at the end of the day. Indie authors, you're responsible for all of it. So social media and building your social media presence and connections and things is really huge for indie authors because it is how it's never been easier for us to sell books online because we can connect 
through social media, but it also means that comparison can be a real thing because there are so many other authors that are in that online space. So I guess for me, the way I navigate it is that I'm very curated with who I follow. Um, I tend to either mute or unfollow accounts that give me that sense of I'm doing something wrong or I'm not enough um, somehow, you know, through no fault of their own. Like this is just my reaction or response to something. Um, And I also like to follow, find and follow authors who feel very expansive to me. So I'll always be talking to Laz about this, that, you know, I have my sort of hand-selected group of probably about five authors, give or take, that I follow quite closely. And that's because their energy resonates for me, the way they promote their books resonates for me, the way they talk to their community resonates for me, and I see what's possible through them. So there are people on that list who have literally within the last six months, their books have gone viral, you know, online. And they've gone from being basically in my position where I'm at right now and suddenly had this massive momentum thing happen with hundreds upon hundreds of thousands of readers finding their books and buying their books and coming into their world. And for me, seeing them do it in a way that feels really aligned for me has been really expansive. Whereas there are other authors out there that I've seen the way that they, I guess, have reached success or achieved success and it maybe doesn't resonate for me and that's perfectly okay, right? Like their way was their way and it's it's something that worked for them and resonates with them and will resonate with a lot of other authors. But for me, again, like you say, like trajectory vibes, open heart vibes, like open solar plexus vibes, like all of it, you know, I'm very careful about who I kind of uses my source of inspiration and I'm very aware of the minute like there's something there that feels like oh comparison or doubting myself or whatever the case may be doesn't mean that those thoughts don't crop crop up um but yeah it's it's definitely a journey I think as well like and um you can probably speak a lot to this with your walnut you know work that you do that it's it's okay to have the days where you feel like the comparison is really really strong usually yeah. usually usually how many hours out from starting to bleed <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely and i think what what you're saying also like reigns true with um just ev- be every day being a walnut life too right like i actually have done the same sort of clearing out of instagram feeds and things um where when I've just noticed that that was a part of my just not feeling good about myself you know I was following like clothing labels that have just like all twigs in the clothes you know like things like that like it really um it's that we're in such a world of like high levels of consumption of everything like we're just so um what is that word just enough it's there's something in our face all the time that you yeah. 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 I oh, thank you for answering that. That was um that was really insightful. It's nice to know that like, you know, we're all like normal as well. <laughs> yeah, I hope it makes sense because it is very much that the key to it is that you do have to basically pull up the seat for yourself at the table. And yeah. that's one of the things that I guess for me 
I came in to this knowing no one, knowing nothing, not having any previous connections. I, I, you know, I was very much coming in, starting from zero with everything. Um, I didn't even know anybody else who was writing, let alone writing romance, you know, like it was just complete start from ground zero. And, you know, I've had to kind of find my way around finding not only authors that I really feel expanded by and inspired by, but also finding other authors or people in the book community who I have become friends with over time. But, you know, that that has been through me literally going and having to warm up the fuck up and like have the conversation, right? Like I've had to go and be in their DMs and be getting to know them and be like getting over any kind of fear of like what are they going to think or are they going to judge me or, you know, because mm. it's it's like being the introvert at the party, right? Like you have to yeah. at some point... <laughs> You have to at some point just sort of start dipping your toe in the water and having the brave conversations and social media is very easy to start the conversation and then it's just a matter of like, you know, sticking it out, even if it doesn't happen straight away. Um, everyone's busy, right? So yeah. you kind of also can't take it personally if someone doesn't reply to your DM for a few days or whatever. Like, you know, it, you you really have to just be kind of willing to build those relationships. You know, for me, it's been very, very organic and has just sort of evolved over time and, yeah. Yeah, I, I like the word organic because it is just really like the word that was coming to mind was like authentical, you know, like it's yeah. just genuine relationships are built from that consistent chat and it's all like from a pla from like a genuine heart place you know yeah. and I think one thing that you do really um really well with these connections is how you bring them onto onto your podcast and it's also like a double a double dip because it's like oh you get all the goss on author things <laughs> but also <laughs> yeah you get well, to, like just chat with a new friend like yeah that really is like that that's the you know purely I guess like self-indulgent reason why I started my podcast, which is called Successful Witches. And it was really came from that energy of, I just wanted to be able to talk to other authors, in particular, indie romance authors, because I was like, I am going to, like, I desperately want to know your story and where you, like, how you got into this, what you've learned along the way. Talk about your books, talk about your creative process. And I was like, well, fuck, like, we might as well be recording these conversations. <laughs> so that other mm. people can listen. And we have listeners that range from other authors to, you know, just people who are genuinely fans of these authors and their books yeah. who love seeing the insight behind, you know, maybe talking about the creative process or how these books came to life and things like that. So, yeah, it is, that has been one of the most, for me, has felt the simplest way of, being able to build a lot of those connections as well because yeah it's it's a great platform and way to be able to kind of say hey 
do you mind if we like jump on and have a chat and we'll rave about your books and your characters and your creative process and yeah you just get to network and meet some amazing people through that process yeah and listening to those episodes as well it's just like you just feel like you're there you're having the conversation there with you you know like that it's it's a really nice environment it's very (laughs) relaxed (laughs) yeah it's probably too relaxed but (laughs) no honestly I think it's like it's just it's just so real it's just so realistic it's like it's not trying to be anything it's just everyone's there for a good time and and I love it and um I wanted to kind of talk a little bit about how the the romance genre had I don't know if it's just sort of started to trend a little bit or it started just picking up from, you know, book talk and and all kind of that kind of thing. But um, I never had even thought about this world before. I remember like a few years ago, my friend was telling me all about her fairy porn and I was like, this sounds great. I think I need to read some, but it never like, <laughs> you know, never like jumped up at me at me you know like I think I read 50 shades of gray when it came out when I was really really young for the storyline it actually kind of was a good story in in the end but um that was as far as it sort of got in terms of like spicy things and smut and then obviously I put the the reading down for for a good handful of years but um I'd love to know what you think about this trend Mm. of spicy smut that is well it seems to be it might yeah I just not have noticed it right I think it's it's probably a combination of things right that it's always been there it has always been yeah the leading financially the romance book genre is hands down the leading genre of book sales like the it it is a multi-billion dollar industry it's just that the patriarchy doesn't want to fucking talk about that (laughs) They don't want to talk about the fact that the most books sold annually year upon year are smutty, spicy, aimed at women primarily um, and written by women primarily, yeah. you know. I, I don't know. I could be wrong. Don't quote me on that. But, mm. you know, I'm, I'm going to assume based on my community of people that by far and large are like romance authors are women. <laughs> yeah. Um, there are a lot of very good male authors out there, by the way. Um, but you know it so that's one thing right is that it's always been there it's always been a huge industry it's just that there's there's a lot of patriarchal bullshit around the fact that people are either have have either had experiences of being made to feel ashamed of what they're reading or that it's not real reading or that it's not intellectual enough or um it just purely getting the piss taken out of them right like you know there's probably a lot of people who've had that experience of you know particularly back in the day with those very like kind of um what are they called the step back covers where like you had the kind of very um like ravished looking woman like in the sort of flowing dress and the Rosario man kind of like holding (laughs) her and things you know like the Mills and Boone era of romance novels um Whereas now it is a whole, with indie romance particularly and with social media particularly, we've now got this whole like sweeping thing going around the world where people who love these books and love romance, whatever your various different genres of romance are, because there are a lot of nuances within it, um, 
people are able to connect online and suddenly realize that, oh, I'm not alone in loving these kind of books. There are, in fact, millions upon millions of other people who all want to talk about their books on the internet, who all want to scream about the books that they love on the internet because they're like, oh my God, like (laughs) I need to talk to someone about this book. And that's what social media has provided. And Mm. like you say, Les, that, you know, it's, it's sort of now, I think as well, once you dip your toe in the world of it, it's like, we've talked about this before. It's like the yellow Jeep analogy of like, (laughs) you start seeing yellow jeeps all the time and I think once you're aware of it you start realizing like oh you know that person over there is reading that book or that you see something on somebody's desk at work I think you were saying the other day you saw a copy of like fourth wing on somebody's desk at work and go oh my god like and we're literally literally (laughs) there talking about smart for about 20 minutes before I actually asked her the work corporate question that I needed to ask her. And she was telling me a story about how she like got someone's name wrong and was chatting them all about the smutty book that she recommended and it was the wrong person. It was some sort of like, anyway. So anyway, um, yeah, it so is the yellow Jeep thing. Like it's, it's everywhere. And one thing I was thinking when you were talking to me about how you were mentioning, you know, like <laughs> written by women, I think it was with you and we were having that really funny conversation about how men describe nipples. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so much better when it's, yeah a woman that has them anyway well yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of very funny um (laughs) things out there of like quotes from books written by men about (laughs) the female body and like women just generally do a better job of describing male anatomy and things as well as their own physical anatomy A little bit, I find. I have found in my yeah. <laughs> in my little little research. Um, yeah. Oh, that's so funny! I love it. Uh, Elliot Rose, have have you got anything that you you would love to share with like a walnut listening that's sort of at the tip of your tongue at present? I think, it, like with what we've been talking about, I think there's a lot of people out there who maybe are curious of like where to start or you know how to get started with reading because I mean obviously like you start thinking about what do I read first and the the possibilities are endless the possibilities are overwhelming like it's almost like you don't know where to begin so I almost wonder whether and this is like real off the fly cuff coming in as we're talking like what if we did something in the walnut tree that was a bit of a like beginner romance reader guide of like we could do some book recommendations of like if you're just starting out these are some books that you might love or beginner beginner romance reads because obviously like we could do a whole episode probably in itself talking about like reading dark romance or you know like things that are really pushing the boundaries of what used to be published because that's a whole thing like the romance genre with indie publishing publishing now and self-publishing people can tell stories that are incredibly diverse that would never have been traditionally published in the past because traditional publishers would only publish the things that were guaranteed like middle of the road bestsellers like the rom-coms the mysteries the thrillers 
the sort of the friends of the book world, you know, like yeah. the, the version of like what's going to be the guaranteed marketable success. And so if you came in pitching your male, male, you know, kind of taboo romance or a polyamory kind of situation or a dark romance or like uh, even getting into like paranormal fantasy that yeah. was very niche traditional publishers would have never touched it because they're like mm. no people don't want to read about that turns out people do fucking want to read about these things <laughs> like so badly I have discovered that I am a dark romance person like from my yeah. little journey starting with Sweet Inferno way back when I have discovered I I am a bit messed up in the head but I am not alone. <laughs> Thank yeah. you, Book Talk. And, and it's hardly fan. surprising knowing your love of horror and, oh. you know, all of these things, right? And this is like taking it and adding sex in. It's like, what more could you fucking yeah. do? And that, <laughs> I think that's that's it for me as well. It's not just about the um the spicy scenes for me. Like it's this it's the story. And yeah. um funny, funny story time actually about a friend of mine who like is always has been sort of an avid fairy porn reader um she started I told her about this dark romance that I was you know was on my list and I wanted to sort of start reading and she was like oh don't I'm I'm a little bit ashamed to say but it's been one of my favorite reads this year and um it's actually made me get into horror movie like it's made me think I can actually probably handle some horror films and stuff so then I ended up like recommending horror movies and like talking about even more stuff with her you know yeah Um, so it's just really interesting how like it can really open up this particular you know just romance books in general can open up a particular self-expression that was like left dormant somewhere in the inside mm. the body and um yeah my one of my mentors Carrie Russell she did, has started this whole thing literally just on reading spicy novels it's just like has yeah. awakened something in her and has just like she's just escalated her her yeah. coaching world just from being able to express herself from this thing that is reading spicy books yeah because <laughs> it lets beautiful. you explore Let's you explore things in a book environment that you would possibly either never think about, never talk about, or never hear about unless you were to find it in a book. And it's a very low stakes way of kind of sitting with something and being like, oh, how do I feel about that? Like, Mm. you know? Yeah. And that's what I fucking love because it like, it does make you think and we do have these sort of like sudden moments where we're like, oh, that's brought about something. Like even just what we were talking about right back at the very start about like having female man characters that are written who are curvaceous and powerful and sassy mm. and, you know, like flipping the narrative of what so many movies or books or whatever, particularly over the last 30, 40 years have been, which have been like with women who women characters or main characters who are painted in a light that you know we just get frustrated with or whatever or like you know they make stupid decisions and you're like no a person would not do that like or you know like they would not do that yeah you're like shouting at the screen yeah like stop (laughs) yeah yeah so it is it is it's wonderful 
wonderful. It's so cool. And it and it's so cool that I know you because honestly, <laughs> your books are so amazing. And Walnut, just before we like wrap up and before Elliot Rose and I start a little recommendation thread, if you want it, so do let us know. Um, I will just quickly recommend the Nocturnal Heart series by the Elliot Rose who we have speaking with us now because and I have described it Walnut to like every single person that I talk to books about as this beautiful the series is like this beautiful like Russian doll and Sweet Inferno is a great beginner to see if you actually just are going to enjoy that and then the second book in Darkness Waits Desire like it just builds on that it's a bit more slow burning it gives you another taste of a different sort of area of that kind of world but also still creates that whole nocturnal hearts world that it is and then the queen's temptation which was previously my favorite to book four coming really really soon that i have had been lucky enough to have some snippets of is my new new favorite and i feel like it's just going to continue because they just keep getting better so walnut 100 i will link it in here it's all through the walnut tree anyway it's all over my instagram this the nocturnal hearts series by elliot rose you just need to need to do it anyway I just plug that for you I don't think you need to tell us where to find you. I think we're done I think I think you just like you Sorry. just like segued us out perfectly like I'll, <laughs> I'll keep you on you you just come with me everywhere and give that little spiel for me thanks I mean, honestly it comes out of my, my pocket <laughs> there's no like there's no short sentence about it I always comes with this big long like I just love it I just love your books um Elliot Rose please tell the walnut listening where to find you, where to like snoop all the things aside from the walnut tree and all over my feet as well. <laughs> um, if they want to just go jump into your world on their own without me forcing yeah. everything. Yeah. Um, so you can find me in all the places at Elliot Rose author, all one word. Um, I am, as we're recording this, I am new, newly joined to threads for any of those of you also enjoying that little playground. Um, I'm on TikTok on Instagram. Instagram's primarily where I hang out. Um, and you can also find my books on Kindle Unlimited. For those of you who read on Kindle Unlimited, all my books are on there. Um, paperbacks are coming very, very shortly at the time we're recording this. So by the time it's out, paperbacks will be back in stock online, which I'm very, very excited because we've had a full rebrand series of had new covers done. So that's very, very exciting. So you can get hold of paperbacks. And do I give the little like teaser that hardcovers are coming? Sure. I let's mean. let's drop the little teaser that hardcovers are coming. Um what else can I tell you about where to where to find the things? Come go to podcast. Podcast. Oh yeah, successful That's witches. Just, at successful.witches is the podcast. Um, and we do book reviews or book recommendations, I should say. They're not reviews. They're just basically raving, unhinged episodes talking about books, spicy books that we love. And then I also do a weekly interview with an indie romance author. So it's also a great way that you can find some new authors as well, different genres and different things. And it's just a whole lot of fun, a whole lot of fun world to come be part of. It's so cool. Just come join Walnut, just join in. And I will put everything in the show notes and there are also previous episodes and I don't think this will be the last, the last time we have Elliot <laughs> no. Rose on. We We've just... got some vampires to talk about once Vicious Cravings <laughs> is out. <laughs> oh, 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 I can't even contain myself. Yeah, we'll be 
I'm just going to pause there because that is, we will talk about it. Walnut, thank you so much for your time and for being here and for enjoying this chat with Elliot Rose and I. If you enjoyed this episode, take a little screenshot and share and tag us and all the things and do come back to me and Elliot Rose and let us know if you want me to plop something into the walnut tree about beginner recommendations. I know what yeah. I'll be putting straight on there, but um, do let us know. Thank you for your time. And Elliot Rose. My favorite person in the world. Thank you so much for your time. I love you and I'll talk to you soon. I love you. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Bye.